Welcome back. Just let us lower the drawbridge, raise the portcullis, and guide you over the moat into the gaping moor of Groovin Towers. We're going to be talking about the Valley of Guanji and the wonderful work of Ray Harryhausen very soon. But before we do that, uh, if I can just remind you, if you can help us in any way you can, you can encourage people to follow us, you can share the podcast with people, you can spread it around, you can give us a rating on places where you can rate it, leave us a review if you have the time. We're all busy, I understand. If you want to financially contribute, then you can go to Kofi or Kofi Coffee, I can't remember what it's called or how it's pronounced, ko-fi, or go to groovingmovies.com. There's a button on there that will take you to the site and you can buy us a cup of coffee and that will contribute towards us getting our grubby little mitts on more forgotten children of cinema in the form of DVDs, Blu-rays, VHS, wax cylinders, gramophones, all that kind of thing. And most importantly, sit back, relax as we're going down to the Mexican border to enjoy Valley of Guanji. Hey boppers, guess who's back? <laughs> it's us again. Say hello everybody. Yo. Oh hi. That's Tom and Emma respectively. I'm Eddie French. How do you do? Very well I hope. We're back and we have ventured into the Forbidden Valley. Yes. We've gone all the way down to Mexico and we have found ourselves in the Valley of Guanji. Yeah. I think the the easiest way to describe Valley of Guanji is to say that it is King Kong set in set on the Mexican American <laughs> border with a dinosaur instead of a, an ape. Yeah, and uh, obviously sort of like uh, early inspiration for the sequel to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I like I'm, but I think the Lost World was before that, and it's very much it is. Like, it's like if The Lost World had cowboys in. Yes, yes of, it is, yes. The Lost cool. World, the Arthur Conan Doyle yes. uh, book. But apparently that were done by this Harry, Ray Harryhausen's yes. um, mentor who yes. did the animation, so it looks really cool. Yes. Check it out. Yes, this is... Sorry, uh, that's no, 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 that, 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 that's great. Uh, any, <laughs> any reason to get onto Ray Harryhausen? Mm. I do evangelise about it, even though it's not... It's, <laughs> it actually kind of promises more than it provides in a weird way because there's a lot of film before the dinosaurs turn up. Yeah. Well, mm. not the tiny ones. Yeah. Oh, well, yes, obviously. We oh, have the, tiny, the E on hippos, whatever it is, yes. is really cute. Yes. And weirdly terrifying initially. Yes, it is, yes. The the little... Because uh, it, it... Yeah. So <laughs> what we've got is uh, we've got uh, Tuck. Give a brief... Give a brief... Uh, um, a, a, a crazy of it, yeah. Yeah. Uh, the um, a man by the name of Tuck uh, decides to head on down to uh, the American Mexican border. Uh, he is looking for TJ, yeah. who is a pretty lady who jumps off platforms with a oh, horse. That is. Excellent. I'm going to go into that in a bit more because I really liked that. Excellent. Yeah. Runs a yeah. rodeo. Yeah. yeah. The rodeo's failing. Yeah. 
and uh, she thinks that she's she's got something up her sleeve. She's got uh, mm-hmm. a little act called El Diablo, mm-hmm. which is the devil for any of our non-Spanish understanders. Yeah. yeah. So the devil turns out to be a tiny, cool, lovely horse. A tiny little it's horse. So cute. It's the littlest horse. It is probably less than six inches long and is maybe about three inches high. And when you open a music box, it yeah. dances. Yeah. That is El Diablo. <laughs> yeah, that is Satan itself. <laughs> that is. Yeah. It's got like a little model town kind of like ranch for itself as yeah, well, yeah, yeah. which is really cool. It, it is adorable. It's utterly adorable. It looks really fluffy. Yeah. Um, but it is the destroyer of worlds. Oh, it yeah. is, it is. He yeah. is called Snake. Yeah. yeah. Um, so. The first thing you sent me, Tom, because it opens up and there's some Mexicans looking for their mate. <laughs> and one of them is shouting, Miguel! Miguel! And due to the quality of the film and the quality of Tom's ears, he sent me a message immediately asking if they if he was shouting a racial slur. <laughs> oh, what have you sent me here? Why are they all, <laughs> they're all, they're all shouting that? That's awful. Uh, mate, they're shouting Miguel. And like, then I went, oh, yeah, actually, yeah, no, I think because then Because then when they find Miguel, who is mm. dead... They find him and they know that something's going on. This is a sort of a... He's got uh, a tiny sack of horse next to him. They're from a sort of a Romany, uh, a Romany encampment, aren't they? Yes. And then I forgot to mention, obviously, when he arrives in the town, mm. the circus rodeo place is about two miles out of town. Mm-hmm. So he has to get Lope, little Lope, who oh, um, yeah. who demands money for everything. He's a little, little he's Mexican resourceful. boy. He is. Yeah, yeah, he's really, really oh, cool. No. He's a filthy little street urchin yeah, yeah. scabbing for money. Put yeah, yeah. on him because yeah, he no. gets shit loads no, of it. He yeah. hustles. He, he, he hustles. He earns every peseta, every peseta, every peso. You'll need a horse, senor. Ten pesos. Like, well, okay, kid. There's your ten pesos. <laughs> like, five for the saddle. Ha, 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 ha. Um, and so they clip-clop <laughs> off. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's not when you try to get mud off them. They're for you about... The uh, spleen attachment and everything. <laughs> so they, he, he, they clip clop off uh, into the uh, deserts, mm-hmm. and they find uh, Professor. They find the Professor. What's his name? I forget. Bromley. Bromley. Yeah, Bromley. Professor I Bromley. Even, I just kept like prof. He does a lot of uh, lower lower jaw teeth presenting. Yes. Yeah, everything. It's quite every, creepy. Every time you see him, he's bottom girl out, and you can only yeah. see his bottom teeth. Yeah. Paleontologist. Yeah. Paleontologist. Mm-hmm. Some people believe that yeah. humans are only one million years old. I believe them to be closer to fifty million. The the, <laughs> the number fifty million comes up so many times in this film. He has got a fossil of what he believes to be a tibia bone of a human, and a tiny little. Tiny little Horse. footprint next to it. Yeah. yeah. Which she thinks is a dinosaur, and it turns out that uh, they they have uh, they have tiny little hooves to mm-hmm. the uh, to the little horses. Because El Diablo is originally stolen in the beginning of the film and mm-hmm. taken away in yes. a sack. Yes. Someone died. Spends a lot of time in a sack. Does El Diablo? Yeah. Or, or, yeah. But he gets away in the end. He uh, good good. This film has got a happy ending for mm-hmm. El Diablo. Yeah. He's Scarpers, they never find him again. They call him El Diablo. Ah, I've missed it. I was going to say El Diablo, but it didn't work. El Diablo. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I'll cut around it, do it again. Clean That's take. A, I can't do it. Oh, alright then, fine. It's not even like that. Just say El Diablo. Go. Go.
LDO, go, go, go! Yeah, I'll, I'll splice that in, I'll dice it. I really want to watch the film splice again. <laughs> it's terrible, but I really, really want to watch it. the film Teen Titans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, uh, yeah, so, um, so uh, Tuck finds TJ. Yeah. And she is very upset with him because he said he didn't want to marry her, oh, didn't yeah. want to settle down because uh, he wanted to go off and do stuff. And now he's come back going, oh, she is fit, though. Well, and she, and she is fit, though. There's, there's no two ways about that. She's so. got a horse. She's gone up on a platform. Mm. There's, like, a pool down below her that looks the murkiest of green, yes. like, swamp in the worst. Someone sets it on fire. Yes. And she's on this horse. And then she kind of just jumps in and it's like... Just watching like this toy horse and this lash just descend down yeah. at an angle, and it's just yes. like that was one that of the worst. Yeah, I loved it. it. it yeah, cool. oh no, it I, was good, but for the wrong reasons. Oh no, I, I'm very fond of it because it, 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 it I mean, it drops like a sack of spots. Yeah. There's no elegance or grace about it whatsoever. <laughs> And she's she's sort of made up and she's got the the dress on and everything and she's made to look like she's very yeah. elegant, graceful. The horse is supposed to be a naturally graceful, elegant yeah. creature yeah. and just plumb it like a sack of hot shit. It's well, I, I kept thinking it was like watching Xenia or a princess if she was entered in an American pageant. And I yeah. thought it was really cool. She reminded yeah. me of Jessie from Toy Story. Yeah. Oh, she was feisty and stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, she, she, she had, she, she was. Uh, Some of the costumes were sort of reminiscent, like yeah. Yeah, she yeah. wore, and because the, um, this isn't like your old. This isn't, this isn't like your, your, your gritty, mm-hmm. like filthy, dirty-looking cowboy sort of world. This yeah. Is, no. This right. is the Michael J. Fox in Back to the Future <laughs> Three, well, dressed was, as Clint Eastwood. Well, this was a. Well, this was a. This is an American film rather than a um, uh, an Italian one like the uh, spaghetti westerns and stuff. This mm. was nineteen sixty nine, was it? I'm pretty yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. And the spaghetti westerns only started coming around out about this time. Yeah. Mm. And so they'd been. It's very the, Hollywood glamour. Uh, yeah, the fifties, the, the the golden Technicolor where cowboys wore pink shirts and what one guy's wearing white jeans. What goods? Does a cowboy what what would a cowboy do with white jeans? <laughs> What's the benefits of those? Yeah. You're out out in dirt looking after cows, which is what largely what they did. Mm. Um, you know, it's no good. There's all, there's also lots and lots of later on in the film, lots and lots of um, can't be asked costumery. <laughs> there's lots of people yeah. running in certain sequences yeah. who are wearing like Levi's mm. because mm. you can actually see the Levi's red tab on someone's <laughs> yeah, jeans. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and a hell of a lot of Converse All Star. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Several pairs that I noticed. <laughs> yeah. But then with like the animation, and then with like the parade that seemed to just be lifted out of the RuPaul's Drag Race. That's right. <laughs> it was like yes, that was that was that <laughs> yeah. was a fancy yeah parade. That's yeah. where the budget may have. Yeah. Not what that and all the uh, and crazy all animation. Crazy animation. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean that the, the animation is the king of this film, really. Although it is. Although uh, Tuck and the Professor and Lope and TJ and Carlos are actually oh, all pretty good characters. Yes. It's not just about the animation because there's a lot of this film that isn't animated. Yeah, there's a lot of human... And, and, and mm-hmm. all that stuff. And, Shit, isn't it? And when you go... Yeah, yeah. No. It's not, not as good as animated dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so basically they, um, they, they basically get Carlos to tell them where this came from like, oh mm. the Forbidden Valley they went oh well let's sneak up to the Romany camp 
and speak to the one-eyed fortune teller soothsayer stereotype. Yeah. Mm. Um, so they they go Tia around. Fiorina. Yeah. There's someone. What's her name? There's someone. Mm -hmm. Yes. Auntie Fiorina. Yeah. Well, if they and Tia so Maria. those go. Yeah. That's Auntie Maria. Yeah. Don't think. Yeah. So there's so uh, so there's a guy playing uh, playing sort of uh, Mexican guitar and one last uh, sort of dancing and everyone did the clapping along and then she has a dwarf sidekick with her, doesn't she, the mm. fortune teller? Yeah. yeah, the Mexican traveller dwarf. Yes, the Mexican <laughs> traveller dwarf. Uh, see your local press for details. Mm -hmm. And she says, don't do that. Don't go to the Forbidden Valley. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then the professor comes up with a little plan, says, well, if I were to return the horse, <laughs> then that would be all right if I went there, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. That would make sense, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. It's a curse to remove anything from this valley. Yeah. It's, oh, it would be cursed, it would be bad, it would be bad. Or what, what, if, be angered. what if I put it back? What if I took yeah. something back? Like, ah, that is the opposite of bad, isn't it? <laughs> that is good. That's it. So, off the, so they have the travellers break in and steal Tiny Horse. El Diablo. Yeah. Um, the tiniest, most adorable horse in the world. Yeah. El Diablo. The, the animation they, on that make, horse is, is yeah. seriously it's stunning. Great, yeah. Oh, it's gorgeous, it's yeah. It's beautiful. It's really it's, cool. Uh, I mean, but El Diablo makes Twilight Sparkles look like a prostitute. Um, <laughs> a bad one as well. Not, we're not anti-sex worker here. But that's no, all fine. that's cool. But, uh, but you know, the, the, the idea of this... This sort of chestnut pony <laughs> that you can fit in the palm of your hand, being <laughs> the root of all evil, um, and uh, and so they they go off to take this back, and then Tuck finds out. But they they all they all end up on this trip, Carlos, because uh, he goes, wait a minute, the El Diablo is missing. Right, we're all going to go back. We're going to find Bromley, and. Fuck him against the wall. Oh, that was Frankenstein last week. So. Yeah. But we're going to. Um, yeah, there's we're no gonna... lobbing in this. No, no, no lobbing. No. The only well, thing that's lobbing is lassoes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. There's some lobbing of lassoes and there's yeah. some chucking and chomping, but there's yeah. no there's no people, no one's getting like, you no know. No one picks anyone up and wangs them at a wall. Yeah. lobbing their heads around, that's about, yeah. yeah. What's, uh, well, uh, it's rather good when uh, they get to the horse, El Diablito, runs through a uh, crack in the wall. Oh yeah. One of the cowboys goes like follows him and goes, wait a minute, there's a second valley in here. Mm. <laughs> and so they uh it's they the price of wood, isn't it? Yeah, they make the hole a bit wider by pulling some rock away with the horses. Yeah. And they go through and they find themselves in the Forbidden Valley, the yeah. Valley of Guanji. And they see little dinosaurs everywhere. They see a what is it, like a pterodactyl flying around. They there's a scene straight out of Jurassic Park. Or Jurassic Park Steals, which is when that little dinosaur they're chasing it. It's like it looks like a little brontosaurusy kind of thing. Yeah. They chase it around the corner, and then the T Rex or Guanji comes out yeah. and just boom straight away eats yeah. it. That is like shot for shot in a Jurassic Park film. Yeah. Like uh, it's a it's a um, an homage. Yeah, definitely. No, it's not just uh, Spielberg going. <laughs> no one knows. It's definitely a thing of the Valley of Guanji homage. But uh, when I first saw that, I was like, ah, things are falling into place now. I, cinema history is beginning to make a bit yeah. more sense. Mm. And, uh, and it's amazing. But I, Carlos is hugely underrated in this film, I feel, because he single-handedly kills a pterodactyl. 
by yeah. twisting its head. Yeah. That was pretty badass. And, uh, well, yeah, because Lope gets picked up by a pterodactyl. Mm-hmm. Lo- oh, uh, that is a great scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really, really funny. Because that boy really gets lifted off the ground. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, he's hanging quite high with the fake legs of a pterodactyl stuck to his shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the, the thing that bothered me slightly was that... Um, uh, Oh, there's a second valley here, and the pterodactyl's gone. Well, I'm not going to fly anywhere further than this valley. <laughs> Considering yeah. that it was like it had sky and everything, it wasn't yeah. like an underground one of these underground <laughs> no, no, ones. No, no, no. They weren't true. encapsulated within like a, a rock. It, it, that pterodactyl yeah, yeah. had gone wherever it wanted. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. It's uh, it's like the uh, it's like the silliness of some places yeah. that have a smoking area and a non-smoking area. Yeah. Smoke can't read, so it will just float <laughs> over. <laughs> Into the smoky, into yeah. the non-smoking area. Yeah, mm. um, I mean that yes. valley's now been discovered on Google Maps and has been destroyed and monetized. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, probably. Yes. Uh, there's a guy mm-hmm. who looks a bit like Richard Attenborough, who just keep he's just paid to stand there at the front like someone like a, like the old bloke there was having asked going, Welcome to Jurassic Park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, we have specials today on mince pies and. Antifreeze. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, he has so so they go in and they start seeing all of the crazy creatures, oh. and there's because there's a sort of a it's not a triceratops really because it only has one horn. It's got a rhino horn, oh. and it has a sort of a defensive yeah. frill a sort of thing. But it's like a, a yes. frill hawk. He called it. Um, I he think did. he called it Stegosaurus, but it wasn't but it was a Stegosaurus. Like yeah, Br- Stregor, Bromley, it's yeah. like it was weird. It, it wasn't, it wasn't yeah. a, a typical name, but it looked cool. And yeah, and the animation on those dinosaurs, the stop motion animation is incredible. And it's especially impressive in the, when the scene where they're lassoing Guanji to take him home. Mm. Because they've got... And also, anytime someone's fighting Guanji, because of the way he's sort of nipping at them and... and the, the characterization on those animals is just incredible. Oh, yeah, it's so, so good. Uh, Harry Housen's a fucking genius. Mm-hmm. Um, sorry that he's no longer with us. Um, I think the last thing, film he was involved in, he was a cameo in the Simon Pegg Andy Serkis film Burke and Hare. Really? Oh, right at the end, when they're right at the end, there is there's him and another old film guy and at the end it says special appearance by and it's got Ray Harryhausen I'm like wow what alright fine that's cool um, but yeah so you'll know him from the uh, the wonderful um, Jason and the Argonauts is yeah. probably his best known work Clash Indeed. of the Titans with that brilliant owl um, but he's done so much cool stuff he's oh, yeah. he's just wonderful mm. and this is uh, when I watched that documentary which was about it. He sounded like Stan Lee when he spoke about this film, because whenever, whenever anyone would ask Stan Lee what he, you know, oh, how did you come up with Spider-Man, Stan? Well, I was sitting in my office and I saw a fly crawling on the wall, and I thought it would be real neat if a superhero could crawl on walls. <laughs> and I thought, well, what would I call it, Fly Man? No, that didn't sound. Good. So I thought, Spider-Man, it just sounded neat. And Harryhausen basically says, well, dinosaur movies were real popular at the time, so what cowboy movies? So 
we thought we'd make a cowboy movie with dinosaurs <laughs> in it. I'm like, oh, fucking hell. What a brilliant time to be a creative person when, <laughs> so, when like, far few ideas had been used up and you could just go, uh, cowboys, dinosaurs, put them together, bibbity bobbity boo Brilliant, hey. let's have it. <laughs> so, um, Do you want to know what else Ray Harryhausen was in as an actor? Go on. Yeah. Um, you'll never guess these. <laughs> he was in Spies Like Us. Was he? Yeah, he was Dr. Marston. Oh! Yeah. Uh, Beverly Hills Cop 3. <laughs> Simply as bar patron. Fair enough. Mighty Joe Young. Oh, right, well, that makes sense. Gentleman at party. Well, because um, well, I think he was involved in that. It's like the, like the original... Like the yeah yeah I think he was involved in yeah. that so it would make sense to in, yes okay and also he was in Elf he was in Elf yeah he was the voice of the polar bear cub which and they were stop motion animation oh so right well I wonder whether he did sense. the effects for that maybe, maybe. visual effects no <laughs> no, 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 he's, no, he didn't. I was like, we'll get you in, but we don't want you to do it, thanks. Well, he probably retired, to be honest, because he's he's working in the working in the fifties and you know north way through now. But Ooh. yes, wonderful. I mean, the the there's genuine. He worked on the original Mighty Joe. Yes, Young. he was a technician. Yes, that would make oh, total sense. The last film he did actual special effects on was Clash of the Titans in eighty one. Yes. He managed to imbue his work with so much realism, and I think the only the only thing that I because there was some obviously you try and work out why something looks a little bit off, mm. and you normally put it down to technology blending the stop motion animation with the film. Yeah, I think it's because there's no shadows on the ground because mm. they have their own shadows that they're casting on themselves, but there's mm -hmm. no shadows on the ground. But mm. still looks amazing and that sequence oh, yeah. where they're lassoing Guanji and Guanji's biting through the lassoes and it it looks uncanny it looks mm. super slick obviously you can tell that it's big but it's that thing of um when uh, in the long shot when Carlos is fighting the pterodactyl mm. and it's moving its wings and it's looking like a real it looks horrible it looks like a real trapped mm. bat or a bird or something and then in the close-ups, it's just this static lump of plastic that he's <laughs> wanging around. <laughs> and then it goes to the long shot and it looks realistic again. You know, you sort of forgive that in a film that's, God, what, 50 years old? Mm. Yeah, yeah. You yeah, know? <laughs> um, you, you, can, you can let that shit go, can't you? So, like, this Allosaurus, or presumably... Is Grandy the Allosaurus? I think so. Because that's like the the one who generally stalks him around. Yeah, yeah. So like, there you are, he's scared away. Mm. Um, the gang kind of set up camp and that, and then um, Carlos goes away. Yes. And TJ and Tuck just kind of like sit there and we're like, shall we, shall we just settle down? Should we sell up? Should we just oh, should yeah. we go out and, yeah. and have a family and all this other stuff? And then he's like, and she's kind of like quite excited about it. And he's like kind of coming around to it. And then he's like, and we'll have ranches. All the ranches, and she's like, and children? Typical blokes, all of them uh, are ranches. Yeah, it's yeah. Uh, it's like it's the most beautiful thing. I think about ranches every sort of 30 seconds or so. They say oh, yeah. that, they say they that, say then think about ranches all the about time. jolly ranches, yeah. So yeah. I do so. sometimes think about those as well. I go, do you know what? That's a very intense flavour for mm -hmm. such a small boiled sweet. Yeah. I bet it would taste brilliant <laughs> on a ranch. Mm. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs>
talking about the visual effects earlier and now they kind of like in some se- some bits the animation is beautiful and the next bit it kind of like lumping and yeah. so, uh, uh, what you can remember as well is that 2001 Space Odyssey came out the year before it and that film still stands up now apart yes. from the the very first bit with the the uh, the monkey man. Well, that's it. I mean, this clearly had a much smaller budget Absolutely, than uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> two thousand and one: A Space Odyssey. This is a this again. This is a uh, this was not made for art. This was made for entertainment. Yeah, this yeah. was made for fun. Yeah, mm. simply to have a daft laugh and that. Yeah, yeah. it's like what we're we gonna do. Oh, we're gonna go to the pictures. We're gonna see a cowboy thing, and then all of a sudden, in this sort of sequence. This young lad just appears and starts being a jerk to everyone. The guy who tries to shoot uh, Guanji and stuff. He's like, there's, he, uh, he sort of goes, uh, he's the one who um, tucks smacks in the face. He goes, yeah, we don't take orders from no horse thief. Isn't he is called Dale? Carl? Is that Carlos no. or no, is it Dale? Oh, Carl- uh, I've got Yeah, Dale. Carlos. No, Carlos, Dale. Carlos is the guy who fights the yes. pterodactyl and the guy yes. he's like equal footy with TJ. Dale with the horse. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then he starts, yeah, he starts shooting and it's, yeah. And all it does, because they could have, Guanji might not have bothered them at all because Guanji mm. was eating the tiny little brontosaurus. Mm. And they could have just backed away, but instead he's like, I'm going to shoot it. He has to take two shots with his rifle. And then Grandy's like, you fucking kidding me? He just storms over and uh, tries to eat him. So, yeah, and so they they eventually capture Grandy with a series of lassoes. Oh, yeah. Um, A lot of lassoes. Very impressive. Yeah, it's a pretty long scene, actually. It's like a lasso vortex. Do you know what it is? It's like a really spammy boss in a video game. <laughs> it's like, right, you need to get eight lassoes on him. And as soon as you get seven, he just mm-hmm. suddenly starts biting all the other ones and it goes back down to, like, two. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's sort of... It's a bit like that. But eventually they get him back and they go, right, we've got now. Fuck El Diablo. Don't need him. Tiny dancing horse. Fuck off. <laughs> we have got... We have hello, got hello. T-Rex, mate. We have got T-Rex, 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 mate. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Oh, sorry. Allosaurus, yes. Yeah, Allosaurus, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Obviously, what you do is when when you've brought everyone in, they've had a big parade. This is where the parade comes in. Yeah. Uh, they're having a bit. The circus is in town. Everyone here is the parade. We've oh got, yeah. We've got horses. We've got pretty girls. We've got butch blokes. We've got all the things you'd want out of entertainment. Mm-hmm. Come along to see us at the rodeo, and it will all be exciting. The Romneys decide to sabotage it because of the naughtiness, so they release. <laughs> Guanji. <laughs> Guanji is not. They should have stuck with El Diablo. That tiny, yeah. even if that tiny dancing horse had got angry, yeah, literally wouldn't have been a problem. No, so but... could have just kicked it to death quite easy. No worries. I mean, they could have picked yeah. it up and thrown it at a wall. Yeah, like, yeah. like you, they could have done. They could have the Frankenstein. Can't do that with Guanji. Massive no, but that thing about him, well, like the guy was still in the cage, and then he ends up getting like trampled on or whatever yeah and then Gandhi kind of just like for a few minutes he just kind of just stares in the cage just like what's going on oh that's it as well Bromley the the paleontologist yes he just he gets crushed by the cage and it's like what 
you, you know, he's like a big yeah. character. You know, yeah, yeah. Sort of like, oh, there you go, dead. Mate, it's like Game of Thrones. Sometimes that happens. I know, but... In, I fact, in fact, that definitely would happen. Yeah. Actually, in real life. So you shut up and leave George R. 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 Martin alone. But if we were that bloody close, why didn't he stop with a guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He were, because he was too no. busy looking at things in awe. That was what he mainly did. Yeah. It was Great that thing of, it. he was one of those experts who is so in awe of everything that he's an expert on. As soon as he sees it, he freezes and uh, can't do anything. He can't compute. So Grandy goes on, I think we can call it a rampage. I think that's fair, isn't it? Yeah. He, uh, yeah. He's trying to escape, you know. It's a that. mad old fucking killing spree. Yeah. He's, <laughs> there is a certain amount of revenge in his eye that yeah. you can't deny. Mm-hmm. And, oh. Uh, he does some lobbing. He does. I remember there's some animated. He lobbed. <laughs> he lobbed two cowboys out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, he does. does yeah, yeah, yeah. That's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's some. As far as dreadful ways to go mm-hmm. by Plasticine Dinosaur. Yeah. It covers a lot of them. I think he swallows a bloke. Mm. Uh, yeah, and yeah, lobs a couple against the wall. Tramples quite a lot. So yeah. much smushing. No, there's a lot of smush. Um, he'll have to wipe his feet before he comes in. I yeah, can tell definitely. you that. He's not trampling. He's not trampling family across my floor. <laughs> Make sure you wipe your feet before you come in, young man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't take that tone with me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, so everyone flees as one into the church. Mm-hmm. I was going to say cathedral. I'd I think say it's cathedral. Church. It's more yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, size yeah. of the inside of it. That's well, yeah, that's, yeah. It's a beautiful yeah. place. It's more it's than a church. Yeah. Oh, which is currently under um, uh, renovation by the looks of it. Oh, yeah, yes. scaffolding. Yes, which they're... is how which is how Grandy ends up inside it. Yes, because they originally like lock him kind of out. Yeah. Get the bulk of the people out to the other side, and then yeah. boom. Yeah, and then he just it. turns up high, and so they end up. The, the way he dies is they set fire to, the, or it gets set fire mm. too, because he's knocking stuff over yeah. left, oh, right, yeah, and centre. Yeah. Caring not a jot um, for any graven image in there. Mm. Uh, and so some people escape, and he burns himself down in the cathedral. Yeah. And well, that's two, uh, last week with Frankenstein. Yes. Yeah. So much yeah. fire. Yeah, a Dead. lot. Yeah. Yeah, two, yeah, in fact, two weeks in a row, two monsters who only wanted to be left alone yeah. <laughs> end, up, end up burning themselves to death. So it's pretty, yeah. We're going to have to make this into a trilogy. Yeah, we're going to yeah. have to. Well, so. we've technically we've had House of Wax and that was a lot of burning. Oh, oh yeah. That was, yeah, that, yeah. yeah and that was already a trilogy, so there we go. Mm. There, there, will, there be, will be. Yeah, <laughs> there will be. Yeah. There will be. And if not, there'll be more coming up. I can't remember. <laughs> what, yeah, I can't remember what we've got coming up for the next one. Most of the movies that we're going to be featuring in this podcast end with a monster dying in a horrific fire. Yeah, um, a, a lot of them do. I think. I think we've got. <laughs> yeah. I think we're a bit less on the monster scene for the next couple mm-hmm. of. Uh, when we say monster, we mean protagonist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Protagonist yeah. that we're more interested yeah. in than the human one. <laughs> <laughs> Largely, oh, but um, right. but yeah. So. Uh, oh, I tell you one thing that I did quite like. Go on. Um, so, you know, um, so basically they start raking money in from um, Grandy, and um, he's like, talks like, oh yeah, so we're gonna settle down, we're gonna have a nice time, and then TJ's like, no, no, no. We've got money now. Go away. I don't care. And I love it. Yeah, yeah, she's yeah. She's just like, no, no domesticity. So it's very good. Yes. More of that. No, she's quite fiery. Uh, she's, uh, no, it, overall it's very, very good because mm. you sort of worry about, uh, I mean, that. Uh, there is a sort of, I, I don't think it's a particularly flattering image of 
Romany traveller. Oh no. no! No, 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 no! It's very no, culturally it's pretty, sensitive. It's pretty yeah. bad, but it, it was nineteen sixty. For, me, it's for nineteen sixty-nine, it was pretty much standard. Yeah, so yeah. they weren't going out of their way to do worse, but they certainly weren't trying to be better. Oh, yeah. Plenty of white people dressed in full Native American yeah. attire. Uh, plenty yes. of white people dressed as um, uh, Mexican travellers. Yeah. Uh, yes. Of, yeah. Although, although I think um, there were actual Hispanic actors playing. Yes, there were. Not all of them. them. No, right. not all of them. But, but certainly Carlos was uh, was a Hispanic actor. The um, uh, all that kind of stuff. So yeah. yeah. I mean, it again. It, the but, Gypsy Witch. She was a white actress. She was. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. It was. It it wasn't ideal. But again, we're talking about 1969. It's very hard to find uh, find examples of anything in anything in those days. So you take, take what you can get and uh, appreciate it for what it is, which is a great monster film. Yeah, it was a lot um, of fun. And uh, with the very the, the there weren't a huge number of dinosaurs, obviously, because they're all, you know, that every single move is done with sort of sticks and fingers and whatnot, and then having to get rid of the fingerprints on it and stuff. Yeah. But the ones that were there, mm. you've got the very little one that got eaten, you've got the horse, you've got Guanji, and you've got the pterodactyl, mm. and you've got the Deggy pterotops. Yeah, the Deggy pterotops. So you've got five distinct creatures with definite personalities. Mm. Yeah in there and that's amazing you know the, the, especially when I mean we're living in a time when there's well the Lion King yeah. remakes coming out the, the Aladdin I've not seen mm. uh, Dumbo and all of those kind of things and um, Beauty and the Beast of course with all of the CG and all that because none of it's sort of mocap either it's all no. it's all built out of wire and yeah. and rubber clay and stuff I know I sound like I keep wanking on about it, but it is truly wonderful to watch. It's, it's great, really yeah. engaging, and and the fight between Guanji and the and the Stegoterratops. Yeah, it's fucking, it's hardcore. And also, I, what one thing I did I, I liked was that they didn't shy away from the fact that when um, is it uh, Rosita uh, mm -hmm. Lopez Mule goes missing. There's just a rock covered in the brightest red blood. Yeah, there is. And, uh, and then later on, yeah. when Lope gets picked up by the pterodactyl, when he gets dropped down, his back his is back covered shredded, in blood. Shredded, yeah. and, and what I find hilarious is that TJ's got the tiniest, tiniest oh. little bit of his shirt. Yeah. He's just dabbing gently at one tiny portion. It's That's amazing. Right. The, um, Sorry, uh, Emma, you, you've got... No, 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 no. No, crack on. no, no, you, you no, made an excited Tell me the same words. Continue. Oh, I was just going to say, if they remade Guanji now, yeah. uh, El Diablo, the horse, would be uh, in the entire film and would be end up becoming Lupe's pet. He would be yeah. the with Lupe, <laughs> and yeah. we would become the cute protagonist uh, the, the, for the entire film. Yeah, and they would always be trying to rescue him, and he'd get nicked and, and all that kind of stuff. Sort of but not in this one. Still on no. Lupe's shoulder. No, no, no. He gets eaten. <laughs> does he not does he just disappear? No, he, he, he runs off. He runs through the crack. Oh, that's right. Wall. We never see him again. No, you're talking about the little brontosaurus. Oh, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, but yeah, no, he disappears quite quickly, and yeah, it's yeah. like you know, he was just. Yeah. A, and he comes out the best in it. Really, yeah. he, he has the best ending. He yeah. goes home. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. What I will say about the elephant who took on Guangi, uh, Guangi. Um, oh yeah, there's the elephant. Oh, there's the elephant fight. Is yeah. how amazing. And resilient that little beast is because he, mm -hmm. it, nothing 
is getting through that elephant's game. I can't like, believe. It's yeah. Fantastic. I can't believe. I can't believe we forgot to mention until now that there is a bit where <sighs> Grandy fights an elephant. Yeah. It's, it's a hard Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> it's a stop motion elephant because it does a, a headstand, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. At one point, it's performing. Yeah. Elephant. It does. It does a fucking headstand. Does a little headstand <laughs> on his flat face, and uh, mm-hmm. and is and so it's a performing elephant from the circus. Grandy comes out, and the elephant's like. Not, not on my watch. Mm. Get away from my daughter, you bitch! Yeah. Starts, starts, uh, starts attacking Grandy. It's um, absolute hero. Yeah, I mean, you're like, get out, save yourselves, leave this guy to me. It's, it's wonderful. And then everyone gets on, and it's beautiful because yeah. they're, they're safe, except everyone gets trampled on or lobbed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you know. death by lob. If you're going to go to a circus, you got to expect a few casualties. Yeah, that's so. why circuses are rubbish these days. There's no potential of being mauled by an un, an as yet un, uh, undiscovered creature yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is a sh- if, there, if there was suddenly just going oh they wheel out a big tank and there's an ichthyosaur mm. which just jumps out and prongs you with its big yeah. narwhal nose uh, you know it's not exciting it's a trick aren't they so yeah so um, I think this is this is a bit of a benchmark for dinosaur films I think yeah only in that it was outside of an animation, like a, a pencil, you know, pen and ink animation. Mm. Um, could you have anything quite so um, convincing? Mm. I mean, it's not convincing. It's a giant purple. It's it's Barney the dinosaur, basically. This yeah. giant purple thing running around. But at the same time, the just how, and it's not how lifelike they look, but how lifelike they behave. Yes. Like the. The creatures that they're based on have been observed yeah. very, very closely. Yeah, the mm. physical movements, mm. the the way that the the legs and the sort of muscles mm. work and everything—it's all been thought about. And the uh, and the way that they they react because clearly they've gone to say, um, it's Tuck, isn't it? At one point, it might have been Carlos, where uh, where he climbs up behind the the rock and he's like kicking out at the uh, Guanji and Guanji's trying to nip him and he's sort of like trying to sort of spook it away. And he kicks, and the movements are just perfect. The way that Guanji sort of recoils a bit and then sort of regains composure. And obviously, it's you know they've just gone, okay, guy who plays Carlos, get up behind that rock and just flail about and kick <laughs> as if a dinosaur is attacking you. And we'll get Ray and everyone else to put that in afterwards. But it just looks incredible. Mm. It looks so good. It feels. There's a truth to it, and that's very, very exciting. So, yeah, so, um, I mean, do you, do you think that they don't... It seems like the sort of thing they might do a remake of, to be honest, Valley of Guanji. Yeah, I mean, I think they kind of, um, you know, obviously the Jurassic Park, The Lost World... Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, ...is sort of, like, heavily influenced by that. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, but I'd like to see a remake of it. I think mm. that'd be, that'd be cool, interesting. Yeah. It would be interesting to see whether... Because it would be CG, wouldn't it? They would... Yeah. Oh yeah, they would definitely do. Awesome, Although I mean, like obviously, the CG in Jurassic Park is mm. um, also uh, mixed with lots and lots of incredible live-action puppetry. Mm. Yes, um, yes, like the the the, the uh, ill triceratops uh, and things like I that. I think that's why it still looks as good as it does. Yeah, mm. that's why. Well, it's like the the best CG, arguably, is um, particularly in the first Lord of the Rings film. Because they had those things were all real, and they sprinkled magic on top of it yeah. with CG. 
Yeah. And so people go, CG is incredible. And you go, mm. yeah, most of it is there. Most yeah. of it's real. That's, that's it. why it looks so good. And that's why the Hobbit films were so shite because the. The, the, a lot the, of mocap and green yeah. screen. Oh, yeah. The films yeah. that were made 15 years before had better special effects. Yes, but then they were made. They were allowed to be made as they were because because uh, there wasn't a big big industry yet. And yeah. they just so. a film about foreign, and then Bilbo pops up every now and again. Yeah. Mm. But the. Yeah, it was. It was pretty much was, wasn't it? Yeah. I like Thor and Elf. Oh, it's cool though. And Richard Armitage is a oh. great, great actor. Mm. Um, doing wonderful things as the voice of Wolverine in the Marvel mm. podcast at the moment. Oh, it's good that, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. I didn't know that was him. Oh, that's very good. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, yes, yeah, so I, I think that, yeah, they could remake it and and I think that there would be, there would probably be better representation of uh, the people that are supposed to be in the film. Definitely. Yeah. That, yeah. Would, that would be something yeah. that was definitely improved. Sure, yeah. sure. More sure. culturally sensitive. It would be, and, that's, and, there's, and there's no harm there. Yeah, and better, more authentic cowboy costumes. <laughs> yes. Well, that's the thing. I, I, don't, I don't want a sort of a, a hateful eight gritty remake of it. Um, That'd be the, good. 18 rated Valley but, of Guanji. Well, to be honest. Tarantino's um, uh, script to it. I don't know, because I, I don't really This want... is the best tiny motherfucking horse any yeah. motherfucker has ever seen. You know what they call a tiny horse in Mexico? Motherfucker. <laughs> They'd just be a shark. I don't know, I can't, I can't remember horse. Oh, El, Di- El, El motherfucking Diablo. El Diablito. <laughs> that is Little Devil. That's but, it. Um, and the Danny Trejo would be the... Would go, El Diablo. He'd be, he'd be the, uh, he'd be the uh, soothsayer woman. Yeah. Keep his beard, just got an eye patch on. He's going, why do you want to go there, man? No, then you go there, you're going to get fucked up, man. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're a strange sort of soothsayer. Hey, man, I'm the fucking wise woman here. You get that ethic? That'd be, uh, yeah, that'd be pretty great, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he should. Well, because Danny Trejo likes to, um, he said that he likes to play villains who get killed. Because it shows the kids that you live that life, you're gonna die. That's yeah. his reasoning for it. <laughs> so uh, if he does play a, a bad guy, um, then he likes to have his comeuppance. And, yeah. If not, be actually killed. Mm. Yeah. So uh, which is mad considering that he is an ex-con himself. Yes, mm. but he but he wants to yeah. show that that isn't a good thing to be proud yeah. of. No, that, that's his, yeah, his way be... of his way of 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 amend. Yeah. Uh, 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 Amending. Yeah, mainly because yeah. he's getting paid a shitload of money by Hollywood to well, be an actor. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, but I think he's, I think he's saying that he, he's lucky that he got out that way rather than, uh, you know. Pay your debt to society, kids, mm. and you too could be a Hollywood movie actress where you play villains that get killed. Yeah, well, you know, it's that. Or, <laughs> you can do that over and over again, whereas if you got killed through, you know, crime life, you only do that only once, once, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you've only really got one chance, yeah. so... That's mm. my uh, that's my understanding of it anyway. But yeah, so Valley of Guanji, proper good fun, really, isn't it? It's, oh yeah, uh, it's an absolute. It's a nice it's, uh, it's a bright uh, it's a bright film. It's, it's all the sunshine. Yeah. yeah, it's made me what like consider watching westerns like twenty more percent. Mm. So that's well, quite nice. well, your your, sp- your spaghetti westerns are a bit grimier. Your yeah. uh, Hollywood westerns are very clean. Yeah, yeah. If, if you want a good um, uh, western. Mm-hmm. Horror crossover, Ooh. then watch Bone Tomahawk. 
Okay. Kurt, Kurt Russell as well. That okay. might be on our list, actually. I've only I'm watched, like, yeah, what's World, really, and whatever was on when I was a kid. It's one of S. Craig's I've really consciously yes. gone out for a Western film. Uh, Unforgiven <laughs> is a brilliant film, that is irrespective so of genre. That's oh, a yeah. phenomenal yeah. film. So that is Gene Hackman. Unforgiven. Um, um, Eastwood. Yes. Ah. He directed it as well. He, uh, he had the script for about 20 years and uh, and was always looking for the right actor to play William Money. And then one day he realised that he was old enough to play William Money. So he pulled it back out, because he's always got like a stack of scripts that yeah. he's looking at making. Mm -hmm. And he was like, this Unforgiven script is amazing. This needs to be done properly, yeah. perfectly. Hmm. He's like, but who could he... I can't think of anyone who's going to play Bill Money. Okay, well, I'll leave, I'll leave it then, I'll leave it. And he went and made other films and did other stuff. And then one day he realised, he's like, I can play him now. And, um, yeah, and then he was like, Gene Hackman, do you want to be in one of the greatest films of your already excellent career? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, I do actually, yeah, I fancy that. Because <laughs> Gene Hackman is from Halifax. Is it? <laughs> but, uh, oh, there we go. Yeah, yeah. Boris Karloff from London. What? Gene Hackman's from Halifax? That's no. it. Oh, oh you got you me, were, got me. I was excited that it was like you were joining in with the joke. No, I, 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 were, I thought I thought literally I, thought I was like, you know, my mind blown then. No, because I I did a oh, I did a silly voice. I did a sort of a Yorkshire voice and then just chose a place in Yorkshire. I was didn't even notice. I wasn't even mocking, I was just no no I know we know what you were doing. I just yeah. You were doing an accent of Yorkshire. I mean the unforgiven is good, but it's not the best cowboy film ever um, for me, which is Quigley Down Under. Oh, I'll put well, that down. Familiar, I'm it's Tom Selleck, and he plays a cowboy that goes to Australia. Oh, that sounds awesome. Is this the anti uh, Crocodile Dundee? Pretty much, yeah. Quigley, <laughs> I Quigley like Down Under. Crocodile Seriously. Dundee more than I think I love I Crocodile love, Dundee. I love the it first two. Though. I've not seen the third one, but I even like Crocodile Dundee too. Yeah. Now I'm just thinking of Jewel in the under the stone or is that uh, that Romancing the Stone that's the word oh they're great films yeah, Romancing yeah. the Stone and Jewel of the Nile yeah they're, yeah they're great enjoyed that love those but if you haven't seen Quigley Down Under man get on that shit I also like the uh, the shit punk gang in the second one yeah very reminiscent of the um the warriors. Yeah, the warriors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. They also, were they were very much the Poundland warriors. Yeah, <laughs> but also the, uh, the 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 bad guys from um, Short Circuit. Oh, Los Locos. Yeah, Los Locos. Los Locos kick your ass. Los, Los Locos, Locos kick your face. Los Locos kick your balls into outer space. Yeah. I have seen that, but I can't remember one, that. that yeah. The most hardcore street gang there is. Yeah. <sighs> They are they are one of my favourite fucking gangs. I love it, and I've watched all of the Shield. Yeah, I've I've seen a lot of it. I've seen Boys in the Hood. Yeah. I've seen. <laughs> Obviously, the film Chappie was heavily influenced by that entire scene. Yes, the whole absolutely. film. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not since the Warriors have I seen such a hardcore gang as Los Locos. Yeah, and then with the crazy, I, I think they might all be white blokes as well. Yeah. <laughs> Even in the eighties, well, not that Short Circuit had a uh, history oh, no, of no, casting white people as non-white people. Yeah. Also oh. influenced the um, uh, Cypress Hill song "Men um, uh, Saying the Membrane." Yes. Oh, yeah. oh, oh uh, don't you know I'm local? <laughs> <laughs> 
like using the Spanish language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah I mean, I, I think uh, I think that's probably the end of Cypress Hill room. But of course, that Cypress Hill in Los Angeles, and uh, that was a New York mm. film. So uh, well, it's a bit like East and West Coast. They wouldn't have been no, 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 that's no. all, would they? It would have been. Uh, uh. I mean, presumably maximum beef. Presumably <laughs> there. <laughs> presumably there was uh, like um, a, a a white gang called, I don't know, maybe the Dolphins and uh, Los Locos and the Dolphins. It was basically West Side Story. <laughs> just just the 80s version. Well, it's like a, a direct equivalent just called yeah. The Trains. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what it means, isn't it? Locos? Loco means crazy. Oh. Uh. I'm thinking of locomotive. Yeah. Yeah. Lo- You're lo- thinking like James Allen right now. Yeah. Lo- loco literally means crazy. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. So it's a white gang, just literally called the Mentals. Called the Sang. Yeah. The Sang. <laughs> yeah, just really sensible. That's it. We're all, lo- all locked up in the same institution as yeah. uh, Jack Nicholson. <laughs> in the uh, one flew over the, um, the Loco's nest. One flew over the Loco's nest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> one flew over Los Loco's nest. <laughs> yeah. There's a uh, chief just there going, mmm, juicy fruit. Very delicioso. <laughs> ain't no motherfucker lobotomizing me. And uh, you come near me, I'm gonna cut you, eh? <laughs> so, Valley of Guanji, proper good fun, right? Yeah, it's good fun, isn't it? Yeah, good fun. Yeah. Well, we're excited. And uh, if you enjoyed it, then uh, Burmese drop us a comment. You can get in touch at Groovin' Movies on Twitter and Instagram. Groovin' Movies Boppers Clubhouse is a group to be on in Facebook. On Facebook, go to uh, groovinmovies.com and if you really enjoyed it and you fancy uh, showing that a different way, then we have a Ko-Fi, Ko-Fi, coffee, whatever page, and you can buy us a coffee if you like. We will <sighs> drink it with, we will drink it and Emma will enjoy us drinking it. Or well, because we've got so we've got a little goal going on. We're hoping to get enough money to get the DVDs for the Torchy Blaine uh, films, and if we do that, then we will do a separate series on that as well. So you'll get the regular week uh, episode and Torchy Blaine at the same time. So we appreciate that. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Uh, if you're not subscribed yet, please do tell your friends about it and give us a review if you can if not doesn't matter we love you anyway <laughs> five stars if you do though oh yeah five yeah. stars if you do I mean, 50 billion million stars if you're gonna if you're gonna review something why would you review something you didn't enjoy just yeah. review something you enjoyed yeah. it doesn't make you cool talking about things you don't like we only talk about things that we like yeah so I mean, nice. obviously if it's a- you know, utter shit, and you and you think people shouldn't buy it because it's yeah. either dangerous or something. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you can leave a one star review, but yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we're, we're, just... we're not really promoting any radical ideas here yeah. no, of no. any stripe. It's so cool. um... definitely not my five. <laughs> good one, good one. That will uh, that will get on their database, and then they'll see we're not a threat. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for listening, guys. We'll see you soon. Bye, bye, bye. Ta-ra. Bye. featured Tom King, Eddie French and Emma Tidswell and is part of the Discount Comedy Checkout Network. For more information go to www.comedycheckout.com Thanks for listening.